0: Steve, real talk, do I steal this from Mike's desk? Yeah. Because I don't think he's going to notice.
1: No, you should steal it and leave a note saying that you've stolen it.
0: <laughs> you can come get it when you pry it from my cold dead hands, you son of a bitch.
1: Hello, I'm welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools With Tools, a podcast for the Vulcanizing vagabond. <laughs> uh, so, what, what what's everyone been up to? Al, you've been working every minute of every day. Every
2: minute, and if there wasn't enough minutes, I had to make more minutes and then make those minutes and work in those. But um, last weekend, I did get a chance to go down and help my friend do a bit of demo in his garden. Um, knocked, well, actually we had to find the shed first because, <laughs> um, the previous owner basically, um, divorced her husband and instead of dealing with all the shit at the bottom of the garden, she just fenced it off. So we were kind of like half expecting to find a dead body in this but We basically <laughs> pulled back some fence panels and behind it was like a 35 year old, um, sort of office garden workshop shed thing, uh, full of shit. Loads and loads of like bags of rubbish, like old vacuum cleaners and all sorts. So he basically spent the entire day demoing that, uh, cleared it all out, took it to the skip and then uh, found a concrete footing underneath as well. Nice. So ne- next week I'm going to go down and help him build up there uh, the new summer house. Basically he wants like a summer house for his kids at the bottom of the garden. But it's awesome. He's just like basically half the size of his garden again. It's amazing. Huh? Wait, which that No, half again, Steve. 50% okay. larger.
1: I thought he meant he'd he'd halved it as in like he'd cut it in half. Yeah, he folded
2: it in half. You know, like those games where you fold the paper and then you have like a little story under each flap.
0: Uh, Brett, what have you been up to? (laughs) (laughs) We're back! And we're back! Uh, I have been feeding Gary's. Yes. And I got a shipmunk picture, which was good. Oh yeah, I built stuff. I, I made a thing and then played around in the desert with... Miss I Jessup herself. We filmed some fool fly episode stuff. I made a leather gun holster and she made the Reaver sword and it's hot. Yeah but I will be traveling back shortly to get back to work on on other things because basically taking two weeks off to go and film is expensive. And also, I'm not getting any other work done at home, so travel is great. But you know,
2: ugh. yeah, <laughs> real world, yeah. real world,
0: real world calls, and I don't like it. Steve, what have you been up to?
2: Can I put in? Oh yeah, because I forgot. I met a Nigel.
0: Yeah, you did. Well, you were off feeding Gary's. I was feeding Nigel's. What? Hold on, because that made me insanely jealous. Because <laughs> I want Looking a awesome. raven. Oh, except for that there are crows or ravens out here that are the size of a small dog. (laughs) And they're really freaking me out how big they are. But tell me more about Nigel.
2: I think Nigel was a younglet because um, he still had the little doofus like uh, fluffy feathers. (laughs) Doofus. Um, And I think he was a jackdaw. I can't tell. Um, I it's been a long time since I was a member of the the Young Ornithologist Club, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a jackdaw. He didn't have like a, the the creepy um, beak of a raven, right? Yeah, and it wasn't a crow. So I'm gonna go jackdaw, but it was, he was great because he was he was obsessed with shiny stuff as well. Like yeah, I, I, yeah. know, I know Jack does do that, so he's trying to peck at my yeah. treasure. But yeah, he was cool.
1: Yeah, he was fucking like, awesome, dude.
2: And he's still there. So my mate says, "Yeah, just basically since I was there, he's been like going in the kitchen and like nicking bacon sandwiches and stuff." No way. <laughs> yeah, That's so awesome. I'll be I'll be down next week. I'll see him again. Awesome.
1: Nice. Cool. <clears throat> uh, what did I? Do? I yeah, really, Steve. I I really freaked out some guy in uh, Bristol because as he got off of the uh, the bus in the town centre, I shouted at him, "Firefly T-shirt. That's fucking awesome." <laughs> 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 and then realised that I that I was just some random person in in the town, and yeah, it's, he was a bit weirded out. Um, other than that, I have been working on a load of really boring, horrible shit, um, but it's hopefully all coming to an end soon, um, and I'll be back on track to actually do some fun stuff again, which I'm looking forward fun to. Fun stuff, yeah.
0: I I will say I gotta I gotta attach the the creepy Steve. Um, Creep. I don't know. I don't know that it was necessarily creepy, but we were at the grocery store the other day, and there was a little girl right behind me, and I think my tattoos kind of set her brain off, and she was talking to her dad. She was maybe ten years old, and she goes, "When I get a tattoo, I want to get Finn and Jake." tattoo and i i whipped around as if it was just like we're gonna be best friends who are you (laughs) and her dad i go that's a great idea for a tattoo and her dad just goes i don't know what's that she's like it's a cartoon and then i had to kind of like bury my head back in my (laughs) anyway silly times with children
1: good work uh cool so we have a topic don't we al yeah yeah Do you you want to uh, do the... What are you doing with your hands?
2: Two thumbs up. Okay. It's just really slow. Because I was away at the weekend and I'm going away next weekend and Brett's been out in the desert. Um, I think it'd be... And also in light of uh, this week's fantastic announcement on a certain event that's happening next year. um, I thought thought it'd be nice to talk about uh, travel and where we go to, um, reasons that we travel, when travel is awesome, when travel sucks um where it takes us people we meet things like that because i've obviously met you guys because of travel and it was fantastic so
0: i met um, you because of a zombie challenge and fire fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah is that it are we just okay
2: that's it, that's <laughs> it. yeah thanks rory cool. <laughs> um, yeah so um i'll kick off because uh basically yeah i met steve because i went down to the other end of the country Um yeah. and i kind of went down there for no reason i think that's one of my favorite Uh, things about traveling yeah I have a really good friend Crouch who I go around Europe with and we go to sort of just random stupid crazy places uh, in in Eastern Europe and whenever we tell anyone where where we're going the first thing they'll say is like why are you going there or we'll turn up in the middle of like Slovenia in a small village and they'll ask why are you here (laughs) and it's just that's why I love traveling because you just go places for no reason you know I, I don't like agendas and I don't like um going somewhere to see something specific, like, yeah, great, go to the Louvre or whatever, but um, yeah. I much prefer going somewhere with, with absolutely no purpose, getting there and finding out things that you'd never expect, and that's what makes it fun. Um, so for instance, when I came down to Yandals, <clears throat> I was just going because um, it's at the other end of the country, chances are it's going to be nicer and warmer than it is up north. Um, <laughs> the, I've never been to anywhere that sells nice wood, hardwoods or exotic <laughs> woods before, uh, and Yandles seemed like a really nice place. Uh, and Fuzzy Face Macromona was going to be there, so I was like, oh, fine, you know, yeah. That, that's enough for me to get in the car and drive down. Um, and I was like, all right, where do I stay? Don't know. So, like, on my way down there, sort of 10 o'clock at night, I was like, right, find a campsite, um, you know, where can I stay? What Which campsite is, you know, a triangulated difference between a pub and where we need to be. <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> it's like the easiest way of walking. So, no plan at all. Um, end up there got a yandles it was a bucket load of fun you know loads of interesting tools and things and then get a text message off steve oh you're in yandles that's like a minute round from my house <laughs> come and say hello next thing i know i'm in a forge you know and and that wouldn't have happened if i have stayed at home so yeah for me travel is, is just a way to meet new people experience new things um, and be out of your comfort zone as well you know it's really nice to kind of be i don't know why all these people are like stapling bits of bread to the tree and <laughs> <laughs> dancing around poles, and it's weird. And they all drink flat cider. Um, yeah. proper cider. That yeah. was
0: still one of the weirdest stories.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's that, that that's one of for me one of the one of the, one of the beauties of travel. And and, and and if you're lucky enough to be able to kind of have time and and the means to do it, you know, for me yeah. it was just a car. But I know some people can fly and things like that. So yeah, um, and I think you touched on a really
1: good point there as well. Travel doesn't necessarily have to be traveling to the other side of of the world or anything like that it can literally just be jump in the car and go an hour or so down the road to a place you've never been like yeah. um me and jazz uh, a little while back we we took murphy for a walk <coughs> excuse me um we took murphy for a walk we wanted to go somewhere that was a bit different so we had a quick look in um a little Book that we've got that's got a load of really cool places to go. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was uh Mel's Ironwork, um Ironworks. Sorry, they're here, and uh, essentially it's a uh, I want to say fifteenth century, but I know it's not. It's like two hundred years old. Um, Ironworks that was all done, all run on uh, steam, and uh, originally all on water wheels. Oh. Um, and it it was this this almost. Village-sized um, factory, basically. Ooh, awesome. uh, yeah, it was absolutely insane. It's all in ruins now. So there's like, there's like little um, bits that are left. There's like a um, along the river at one point. There's two walls that have been built up either side of the river that are like fifty foot high, um, and you can still see the the holes in the wall where the uh, the bracing for the um, water walls would have originally been. You love a water wheel. I fucking love water wheels. Oh, he
2: loves
1: them.
0: He loves them.
1: (laughs) And uh, and yeah, like if I hadn't have been willing to kind of go, actually, I might not have ever been there before, but I want to go check it out. Then I wouldn't have have found that place. And um, and I think that's that's one of the things that I think too many people get hung up on is they they feel like if they're going to travel, they have to travel outside of the local area and you, you can do it nice and small you can go for a day trip to exactly like you say somewhere you've never been before not really have any plan just go you know what i've never been to that place just down the road i'm gonna go and i'm gonna see what's there and that's how you find those cool little random things that you otherwise would never know about it's not like someone's gonna like little cool little shops and things like that <laughs> that people aren't necessarily going to Shout about and are not going to say about. Yeah. So unless you go and find it yourself, you're never going to find it.
2: But weirdly, like you know, local people might not think anything of it. Yeah, but because exactly. it's because it's different to you and you've. Oh, never yeah. seen a shop like that. Oh, well, it's yeah. always been there. Yeah, but yeah. I love finding shit like that. Yeah, exactly.
0: I I like the idea of well, it's this whole thing. Both of you have touched on it already, but not having a plan is the same. It's the same kind of thinking of of when i mention you know walking into a shop or walking into a project with a certain degree of na- naivety naivete uh, because i think it opens you up to more possibilities right too much planning yeah. gets in the way of the experience and what do they say about travel al it's not about the destination it's about the journey right isn't that what al always says Tra- travel travel um i You know, when I came over for Maker Central, I I planned two weeks. And that was basically... (laughs) Two weeks. Two weeks. The initial game plan was I was just going to hang out with Al the whole time. (laughs) It's a good plan. And he was fine with that, which was (laughs) nice. But think of how spontaneous that all was. It was Steve and Jazz were nice enough to just go, screw it. Everybody come back to our place. (laughs) And now we have this very tight-knit group of folks doing dumb fool fly things that is one of my favorite things I've ever done in my life. (laughs) And uh, travel has taught me a lot about being able, you know, I trust myself more when I travel because I tend to travel alone. So I've gained a lot of self-confidence and knowing that I can get myself from point A to point B, but being willing to uh, explore around and just being open I think it teaches you a lot. It teaches yeah. you a lot about yourself.
2: Yeah, it's a good show. I mean, you, you you commute you commute for quite a while as well, don't you, Brett, on a daily basis? So like, yes, um, there's something about even before you get to where you want to be. There's this, there's this time, whether it's on your own, thinking time, build up time, you know, preparing yourself. Um, I used to I used to work in a, a, a cafe in the, in the Lake District, and I I lived upstairs. And literally, I'd just like quite literally roll out of bed and just roll down the stairs and then be at work. <laughs> and there was no sort of time to to, to prepare myself mentally or anything yeah. or physically. Or if I was hungover or anything, there was no kind of there was no respite from it. It was just like, Ugh. you know. Whereas actually having an hour in the car every morning, although it's a wasted hour, you know, it does give you a bit of a yeah. bit of kind of break from the world. And you know, you can put on crazy shit music or put on a. Uh, uh, a terrible podcast uh, Where they talk too much um, <laughs> <laughs> um, And and travel for that Although it's uh, not really serving any purpose It can actually be quite therapeutic
1: Yeah, I mean to be perfectly honest like That's one of the things that I find Because I, I have quite a long commute um, To work as well And and I do exactly that I use it to listen to podcasts I use it to listen to audio stories And, and shit like that Um but I really enjoy traveling. Like one of my one of my favorite things to do is to jump on a train and just mm-hmm. watch the world go by because it's that um, it's almost like a freedom from responsibility because there's there's nothing else you can do. You all you have to do is sit in the car and drive or sit on the train and wait until you get to your station. Like mm-hmm. your your only responsibility is to Remember to get off the train, like and
2: to drink, Stella. Obviously, uh, yeah, obviously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's in, always the train, not in the car. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, <laughs> it's like because the uh, there's always if you're going up to Leeds or anywhere up north, there's always some guy that got on in like Portsmouth that's going all the way up to Edinburgh, and he's just started drinking at six in the morning.
0: <laughs> but uh... I saw a few of those but... when I went up to Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: that's that's just scottish people in general but uh, <laughs> it
0: was seven o'clock in the morning when al dropped me off and i saw two people drinking <laughs> jesus christ yeah but uh but yeah and, and that's the
1: thing is I, I find it really therapeutic i really enjoy that that aspect of it and that's one of the things that i love about traveling is that that um well it's the journey it's nice
0: right and i know that uh that saying is, is a little cliche, but my favorite thing to, uh, well, I don't like spending money because when you don't have any, it sucks to spend any that you've got, <laughs> but I have always adhered, at least in my as I've grown up and become a little bit more of an old wooden ship, but not as old as Jim, um, I will spend my money on good food and travel. Those are like... The top two things that I will absolutely spend money on, because I think it's worth every penny, to make sure that you're enjoying good food. I will I will travel to Al to have him cook for me. <laughs> there that, you go. That's like T- a great two in one. Blessing. I get the double <laughs> double whammy, 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 whammy. But I, you know, it's it's I don't need a lot of stuff in my life. I'm not a super materialistic person. Not that there's anything wrong with wanting neat things to exist in your world. But travel has done so much for me in terms of learning about different cultures and being inspired visually by, you know, go go to a town in Spain or go to... My favorite town was a place called Esauera that's in Morocco um, on, like, the west coast. And it was an old port town. And every single thing about that place is Marrakesh. Only there's no tourists there because no one knows no. it exists, Heaven. and so it's all of the age of it. It's all of the culture of it. The people are absolutely beautiful and fantastic. But visually, it is the one place that I've traveled in my life that I can look back at and just go, I have, I absolutely have to go back there when I'm not working during the job because we only got three days there and it was too fast. But beautiful people, visually stimulating. You know, coming back with a lot of inspiration from it of just. It how did people construct this giant castle port town when there was they're out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the yeah. desert? So clearly, ingenuity is you know A- the aliens. It's aliens. <laughs> it's absolutely aliens. Well, there's no pyramids out there. But, um...
2: but no, but that, that's 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 interesting. Yeah. That like um, I've never thought about this before. But you just you just kind of ignited an idea that that whenever you go anywhere. Usually, one of the first questions is like, "Oh, what's the food like?" Or, oh, we found this little place in Spain where they did these little uh, tapas and little nibbling num or like <laughs> oh, there's these vegetables in Italy. Yeah, yeah. Gary noises, um, little Gary, Gary numbs. Um Is we, are we just like hunter gatherers? Like you'll only spend, <laughs> you'll only spend money for nice food, and it's like that's like it's like you can't even escape your fucking ancestral heritage of.
0: I will go places for things that are taste nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I mean, that's a really nomadic way to do it, right? You're just yeah. like, I don't care if I exist anywhere permanently as long as I have enough money to get myself to whatever the next place is and then put food in my face. Yeah, 100%. But I love that idea. That's awesome. That's, that's what we're doing. That's why I can be a space cowboy and a pirate. because <laughs> All it is is about the travel and... We don't really care what it is. Yep. Don't really know. Don't really care.
2: So, talking about going places that um, are different and uh, are not like where you're from, and you, you know, I always think of uh, landscape and beautiful kind of, um, you know, where I'm from in the lake, in the lakes in the Lake District is is stunning and it is beautiful and it is Middle Earth, um, but the, there's not really the drama of somewhere like the States. You know, you think of like Yosemite or something or Yellowstone, and it's like Mars. Or uh, Iceland, where it's just like absolutely fantastic cinematic opening sequences, yes, yes. you know, mm-hmm. uh, unbelievable. Um, so there's something about wanting to travel to experience different things. And it really upsets and confuses me when, like, <laughs> I don't know if it's a British thing, but you, you, you go to holiday resorts and there's like the English pub and the shop that sells English food. And, and, and people, basically people travel to another part of the world so they can go and sit in an English pub and have an English breakfast and drink English beer. And it's like, why have you fucking bothered coming? Like, <laughs> just because it's warm. Put a jumper on and fucking stay at home. Like, <laughs> why have you come here? It's no different. Like, yeah. the, the, the sole purpose for me of going somewhere that isn't where I live is that it's different, you know? Or the water's a different colour or the sinks go the opposite way around. There's, there's just this intrigue of,
0: of, of, of the unknown, which is what makes it exciting. Right. Well, and I I really, really like being uncomfortable. Yes. I, I know that sounds kind of weird, but... Like like at the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, so I, I like challenging myself to see if I can exist in a space that I haven't existed in before, you know, or a mindset that I haven't existed in before. Be, again, like I said earlier, it's because I think it really teaches you something about yourself and teaches you... Uh, or, or gives more trust in yourself or builds more trust in yourself that you can maintain some type of uh, I don't know existence in a place that you thought was challenging or you know you don't speak the local language or you don't know the local foods yeah. um, and it's at least from my perspective I love going to places that I've never been because whenever I return it's like Huh, hey, well I've done that. <laughs> I can fucking do anything I want. I spent four and a half months traveling through a bunch of third world countries in Africa and got arrested a couple times and had a crazy ass time. And uh, we made it back. Nice. And that was almost ten years ago. And now I've met you lot and I still can't <laughs> can't believe I survived that. But I don't know. It's I, I love travel less so for like the seeing touristy locations or I I didn't want to necessarily go to Edinburgh to see the castle. Yeah, I went to, I've never been there before and I know I have family heritage from there. So it was more about seeing the landscape, which just completely spoke to me and kind of reminds me of, Oh yeah, this is what it means to get up into the highlands where it's gray all day long. It rains most days and it's super windy but that's also to think that people existed there hundreds of years ago and kilts and bagpipe music and crazy (laughs) Scottish soccer hooligans. I don't know. It's a fantastic place just to immerse yourself in because then you get to just take that and put it in your back pocket as either visual inspiration or maybe you want to try to make a set of bagpipes or make a kilt. (laughs) Sew a kilt. Kilts are really expensive. Maybe sew your own.
2: My dad actually just told me that he's got a set of pipes in the garage, so I'm gonna to have to nick it the next time I go up. Don't let me forget.
0: <laughs> oh my!
2: Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I've got, I've got a set of pipes somewhere, and the full, <laughs> the full, the full lots, borrowing hat, kilt. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Oh, a pipes. <laughs> po- pipes. pipes, oh pipes, pipes, f- full set of pipes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's that's, that's super on point, Brett. Talking about kind of um, going there for the experiences. Like my, my buddy Crouch, who who I, I travel quite a bit with, Barty um, Crouch already crouch he's Barty he's crouch. he's a proper like paycheck to paycheck guy like he doesn't buy things he doesn't buy clothes he doesn't do anything like that um he buys a lot of fags um but <laughs> basically uh go the pearl earring um he's he has a saying it's just collect memories not things you know and it's his it's his like desire to just go and do things that he's never done before so yeah. i'm i'm his best man um his bachelor party in a couple of months and we're going to um lithuania you know, just because we've never been there, no idea what's going to be there. You know, no plan, no tourist guide or anything I'm just going to turn up and like, right? <laughs> you know, where where can we go and do something that's fun? And I know it's going to be amazing because it always is. You know, and yeah. it, the, the intimidation level is fantastic, but actually going and experiencing it is 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 the thing that you take home and you you, you whether you learn something from it or you just had a good
0: laugh, right? Well, and I like I, I love that saying, and in a very similar fashion, I like to say collect experiences not stuff because i would i would write down every little wonderful unique experience (laughs) that i've had in my life and i don't really care if my table is nice that i'm working on while i'm writing that story i'll i'll write it while my dumb computer is on my lap before (laughs) it falls off and breaks again um and you know even like my camera let's here's an example, my camera while I was filming the other day crapped out no idea why, right, it's an expensive piece of dumb electronic material that I need to continue doing these goofy videos that I make and I had about 30 seconds of getting down on myself of like well this sucks, how am I going to do this, I guess this stops everything and I won't be able to make videos anymore, it's like what am I talking about I'm sitting out in Joshua Tree. It's hot. I'm making a leather gun holster for a Firefly bit video that I'm doing with my friends. This is... I have absolutely nothing to be upset about. Yeah. Regardless of this stupid piece of equipment failing, which is just, a, it's just an object. Not what you think, right? That'll go away. It'll get service. I hate it that I have to pay money to fix it, but... I was sitting in a garage, and there were Garys running around, <laughs> and... So, do you really want to focus on the fact that you, you know, your material possession maybe didn't work out the way you wanted it to? Well, I don't really give a shit about that. Yeah. I'm sitting in California, thousands of miles away from my apartment, and having a great time doing fun things. And the, I don't know; it's all the experience of it. <laughs> I don't. Basically, I don't want to get bogged down in things like money that would hinder you from having your otherwise amazing experiences, you know, something fails along the way. You don't hit your train on time. Who gives a shit? Maybe mm-hmm. you lose your plane ticket price but or your your train ticket price but who cares? Find another one. Find yeah. find a different way to get up there. De- decide that the universe has told you something that you need to spend a little bit more time in wherever you are. Yeah, I'm going to have okay. to go through Grand Central Station tomorrow, which is a nightmare, <laughs> and if I miss my train accidentally, then I'm in New York City, which I used to live there, and I'll walk around for a bit. Yeah,
2: that, I mean, that's something I wanted to touch on, actually, because I don't want to sit here and preach about traveling. Oh, everyone everyone should travel um, because sometimes people can't afford to. Um, oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a situation now where kind of I'm I'm not umming and ahhing, but I'm, I really want to travel somewhere, um, and I don't know how I'm going to afford it, but I'm going to make it happen, whatever it takes. Um, but... This, this kind of group of people that we've met, and this this um, this intertwined community of people from all over the world, has actually helped me travel. Like, this isn't existential, but without moving. So, like, I don't mean like June or anything like that. But I, you know, if I can have a conversation with Sumo in Australia, I suddenly feel like I've 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 been transported. Yeah. Um Even watching like Neil's videos, you know, <laughs> suddenly I'm up at like Islehead, and I... I'm, being, I'm able to travel even even if it's just sort of spiritually for a moment and, and see things through somebody else's eyes for a while and I think that's what's really nice about uh, specifically YouTube as well is where people are telling stories and people are just being themselves. it's not a, it's not a nature documentary it's not um, a television show set in, you know I grew up watching neighbors but it never made me feel like I was in Australia whereas the second I've got a conversation with a real person. All of a sudden, I get I get an insight and I get an idea of what it's like to be in that country, Um, and I can learn from it, even though even without going there. Yeah. So I think you know the more people can connect and the more people can meet people from from other walks of life, you kind of get to travel without actually going anywhere, and that's a really powerful tool.
0: Yeah, I've never thought about that perspective before, but it's pretty fantastic. Uh,
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point, Al, because
0: you weren't listening. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: uh, you know you know what fuck it we might as well just be honest and say that yet again my internet crapped out and uh, and i've just had to go back and listen to what was recorded uh oh, listen to the last 30 seconds of what was recorded to be able to tie this in um but one of the points i was going to make earlier on before my internet crapped out um was going back to something that brett had said right at the very start about um not having a plan and i completely agree as long as you're with the right people Um, if you're traveling alone then not having a plan is great because it means you can you can meet people while you're there and you can do fun things and you and you know it's it's all good or if you're traveling with a small group of like-minded people like um someone said something about iceland earlier on and i went to uh to iceland and stayed in Reykjavik with um a couple friends a few years ago and it was brilliant because we were all very similar we all had similar sort of um things that that we wanted to do while we're out there but we were still quite open-minded we ended up having a really really good time um but then i've also been uh I've, i've traveled with friends before where they've um there's not been a plan and therefore because there's not a plan and nobody can make a decision you just end up wasting two or three days of just everyone yeah. kind of going oh yeah but i don't want to do that undecisiveness do that. yeah it's, yeah um so that's the thing is i think it's See, the better to go go it alone or go with people you know and if there's a big group of people then that's like the only time i think it's worth having a, a i don't want to say a structured plan but at least like a a loose plan of right well on this day we're going to go here on this day we're going to go there kind of agree it beforehand and otherwise you end up with that whole thing of if you'll sit around in the resort and don't do anything and if you're going to do that you might as well just go to Magaluf like it's it yeah but I mean I, I think you guys are probably I obviously didn't hear half of it but uh, <laughs> I'm guessing you guys are probably the same as me in that you don't really like the idea of going travelling to just sit on a beach yeah like I Genuinely, I'm with Joel on this one. I genuinely don't understand why someone would spend a shitload of money to go sit on a beach somewhere else and not do anything. It's, it, it's just baffling to you've, me. There's... You've
2: never been at Skegness, Steve, clearly. <laughs> I have, <laughs> and it's awful. <laughs>
0: I like there's a, there's a video I watched a, a couple of years ago that my friend sent me when I moved to New York. And there's a line in the video, <clears throat> the guy's trying to give tourist tips to anybody traveling to New York. He's like, "Look, if you go to New York and eat at any restaurant that you have in wherever you came from, you're a jerk." <laughs> it's fucking true. I just love how like simple and blunt that is because it's yeah. it's very true. Like if you go to New York and you eat at a McDonald's, I hate you. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I completely. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Al say something about? Um, people from England going abroad and finding an English pub and yeah. eating and drinking and that yeah. like what's what's the fucking point? If you're going to travel, travel, get get experience, get inspired, get get that that other culture that that you're not that you don't have access to at home. Like you want to soak all that in. That's the whole point of traveling. Otherwise, just stay at home and sit in your pants. Like it's yeah, I'm not a big fan of that.
0: Mm.
1: Hmm. that Mm. Hmm. <laughs> um but so
2: I I like I like how we've created a whole new genre of podcast where one of the hosts
0: guesses what we've been talking about for the entire episode. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's eh. a sort of it's a sort of time travel. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we had synchronized ooze as well. <laughs> um Synchronized so,
0: ooze. Synchronized <laughs> is that, poos. Is that the Ghostbusters two thing? Yeah, it's Turtles two. Um. <laughs> <laughs> turtles, Ninja Turtles two, It's, it's a synchronized ooze. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Fuck move sake. along. Uh, where are we
1: moving to? Um, oh yeah. So, all right. Uh, travel wise, if if you guys could only travel to to one event this year like if, if you're traveling because there's there's traveling for yourself and then there's traveling to events so um obviously we talked about earlier on me and al met at, at Yandel's. um there's another one coming up in september i think it is um i'm going to be there on the friday I, I think i'm working on the saturday
2: boo i know
1: right um but i would advise anyone in the uk that's able to come down um i think i'm off uh, the thursday before as well so you know come down on a thursday and we go to the pub or something first um but uh but yeah if you you could only go to um one event uh so say al if you could only go to one event this year would you rather like let me start that again that was the wrong way to put it if you could (laughs) (laughs) if you only had a certain amount of money to go to maker events this year would you rather go to one or two local ones or would you rather spend the money and go to say bay area maker fair or something like that like what would do you think it's it's better to go to more smaller local ones or to go to the the big fancy one that's costs a bit more
2: that's really interesting because i think what you said before was was a really good point steve about um some of the best travelling is the 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 places nearby that you didn't know about yeah like living in Amsterdam, it was that that happened all the time because it's such a, a tightly sort of compacted city. Yeah. That there's places you don't like. I lived there for six years, and I'd find streets every single weekend that I never knew were there. And it's just taking that time to get a bit of wonderlust, You know, get a little bit lost, oh, yeah. find something that you never planned on doing. Um. So I don't. I don't. Necess- I don't necessarily think that going to make a bit ba- make it Bay Area make <laughs> a fair. Sorry. Do it again. Bay Area Bay Area Maker Fair. Uh, to Baker Fair. Baker Fair, Baker Free. <laughs> Cheryl Baker. Coming in, Cheryl Baker. Alright, um I don't think that would necessarily be a better experience than a smaller ba- baker fair. I can't say it, <laughs> I can't
1: say it. I really wanna to, wanna to go to a baker event
2: now. I wanna to go to a baker basically I wanna to go to Baker Fair, not Maker Fair, yep. it because 'cause I'm greedy. Um <laughs> but you know I'm gonna go to Hanover Maker Fair. Yes. Um, and I will let you know, you know, because my only experience so far is with Newcastle, which is relatively small, incredibly English, and um, I get the impression that the Hanover one will be a bit bigger, yeah. um, and I'll experience different things, and then I can maybe shed a bit more light, but I definitely wouldn't say only spend the money on the things that are expensive. Yeah. Go with the little cheap one. Go at the free event. You might find, yeah. you might meet some fantastic people. You might meet some crazy nutjob who, you know, uh, cuts the heads off robots.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's actually a really good point. I hadn't even thought about it like that. The... The 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 make affairs obviously are all under the same umbrella, but I didn't even think about the fact that you're going to have a completely different experience, yeah. um, not just in terms of size, but culture and what's going on, um, depending on whereabouts it's based. But uh, but yeah, so that's certainly for some food for thought. Hmm. Food uh, for thought. <laughs> what about you, Brett?
0: Like, of obviously- Baker Street—that is a reference <laughs> to Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. When he says, oh. "Food for thought." anyway um yeah obviously you've got
2: degrees of kevin baker (laughs) (laughs) fuck's sake um
1: Uh, yeah because obviously you've got like in in the states there's a lot more um a lot more maker events over there in general um i know you said when you were over for maker central that you hadn't really been to that many no that was my first one yeah um, so are you more excited about coming back over for the next one or for going coming to more events in the UK or are you still quite um, are you, sorry are you uh, more excited about going to more in the US now
0: that you've popped that cherry as it were oh uh, <laughs> phrasing um,
2: are you still doing phrasing
0: <laughs> I'm to be honest man i i don't know that i'll ever get over my uh not abhorrence but i'm i'm not the biggest fan of large groups of people and like loud events and things and i've heard that new york maker fair is a madhouse. yeah and i've heard bay area maker fair as cool as it is is also a little bit crazy because it covers so many west coast people travel there because there's it's very easy to get to san Francisco because there's a million flights from everywhere but i i honestly i'm more excited to do i think there's opportunities aside from our fool fly thing if that's an example of what can happen when you travel to these events yeah of how you can really connect with a couple of people or seven people and it changes things you couldn't have told me two months ago that i was going to be out in joshua tree making helping you know make a (laughs) dumb video in the middle of the desert at 4 o'clock in the morning because that's when we woke up Um, it's I'm more excited to do traveling for more of a one on one experience or a smaller experience because it's one thing to go to the events right seeing the community is great being able to experience how many people want to be involved or are involved in the community is fantastic but um Again, I'm I'm a collector of experiences and not necessarily the people. Yeah. Right? We have a tendency to try and collect people. It's like the more friends I have, the more likes I have, the more social media following I have, the more subscribers I have. None of that at means anything at all at the end of the day. And you're not going to take any of it with you. You can't make people come along with you. And you can't maintain every friendship or family member or whatever the whole way along. So take me to an event if you even want to call it an event get me back to steve's forge (laughs) like i don't care who's there i just know that's going to be a great place to be and whatever experience happens along with that is going to be awesome you know i want to go see red i don't give a shit if it's an event i just want to go hang out with red i need to learn how to sew from ellen so i got to get myself over to denmark (laughs) figure out how to do that
1: (laughs) yeah i mean to be fair that's that's kind of leads on nicely to, to something that I was wanting to say as well is um, through, both through the uh, Maker Central event and actually getting to meet people face to face but through the the, um, the the community as a whole and through our Facebook group and, and Instagram and YouTube and everything else um, I've got to know quite a few um, other people and it's now it's opened up this uh, this potential that uh, like for example me and Jazz have wanted to go around Scandinavia together since we met um, and now there's this opportunity to not only um, go there but to go there and and stay with friends and and meet people that that live in the local area that that are now friends of ours um, yeah and and that's the wonderful thing about that is the fact that it means that we don't necessarily need to go um, hunting out these these awesome cool places and and cultural quirks because those guys are already there they're living it and you know we can go and Drop in and stay with, stay with Rasmus for a few days, and and go and play in his forge and make some stuff with him, and have that experience, and then go to his local pub, and <laughs> drink his version of scrumpy sort of thing. Like it's,
2: and I I, I think that's spoiler alert. It's fermented mackerel. Oh, that stuff's <laughs> horrible.
1: Oh, when we we're in um, uh, Iceland, they had uh, it's based basically like rotten whale as one of their special specialities. On and, draft. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a, I say food. It, <laughs> I say food. <laughs> yeah, I, I pass on that one. But um, but that's the thing is like going and, and getting to meet those people and like the same with going over to the States now. Like it, I know for a fact, if I was to go over to America, there's, there's like 15 people that I would want to go and see. And it's not because I want to go and see sites and things like that. It's because I want to go and see people that i know and and kind of soak in the 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 i don't want to say culture because it sounds really wanky but <laughs> but but to soak in the culture to kind of get that authentic experience and not just go and see the statue of liberty or the whatever else or the grand canyon or, or anything like that like i'd be far more impressed going and seeing red's forge than i would going and seeing the eiffel tower like it's it's just the way
0: yeah, yeah, we've heard your perspective on what your Eiffel Tower thoughts. <laughs> I'm just not really impressed by it. It's whatever, you know. Also, that's right. what you sound like when you talk. <laughs> you got you, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, cool. Um, well, I think added up with the two parts that we've got, I think we've probably got enough that we could move on to Spiffy's. Yeah. <laughs> diddle
0: stopping also... ding ding uh uh dd dd da, pa
2: Cool. So it's about travel because it's in a car. that uh,
1: Ruined the fucking intro, dude. <laughs> All right, fine. You, you know, you know what? You go first, and you can explain why it's about travel and in a car.
0: So and
2: yeah. welcome. Hello. Uh, yeah. That was uh, so. Yeah. Let's go into this biffing. <sighs> Can't remember what you do.
0: Yeah. It's right. So well, cool. Right. So, well. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. hey. Cool. How- yeah. Yeah,
2: right, right, right,
0: yeah, right, (laughs) yeah, fantastic.
1: Oh, I really can't wait to not record a podcast with you two.
2: (laughs) Tough Uh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Imagine live.
1: So, I know, I'm not looking forward to Sunday. Um, Cool, Uh, Al, go. ABS. Yeah, uh,
2: as we're talking about travel and we're talking about makers, I think it can only be Richard Morley. Is he's doing the Make It Happen road trip. Um, he's driving around the UK, which is England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Uh, but he's, I don't think he's got Northern Ireland. Um, and he's doing thousands of miles, which to our friends over the pond doesn't sound like a lot, but to someone <laughs> in England, that's a fucking long way. Um, in his little caravan, uh, and he's taking his toolkit with him, and he's basically teaching people how to use tools, uh, making things along the way. And I think it's just a fantastic journey and a fantastic reason to travel. Yeah. Uh, Richard Molly's little summer road trip make it happen road trip go and check it out give him some support and some love
1: yeah no, I'm really looking forward to getting to spend some time with him uh, when he's down this way as well nice so. nice cool Brett
0: uh, I'm going to spiff Eric again from Hand Tool Rescue and not out of any type of favoritism but I'm going to get to hang out with him for the next couple of days because he loves traveling to work with other makers and he's gonna be restoring an old piece of equipment which i won't give away on here but he's got a handful of different ideas and i think we're going to try and do a video together um and it's regardless of if it's eric or not i love the idea of being able to work with another maker and get their perspective and their expertise on things and just like throw their dynamic into your system for a little bit Um, and so I'll get to learn something from somebody who knows a hell of a lot more about machinery and equipment and the inner working parts of things and you know travel go learn from other people you don't need to pay to go to school you can pay to go to learn how to forge from Steve because he's a better teacher than most other people (laughs) I love you Steve thanks
1: Thanks, man. You love you
0: too. Uh, me.
1: I am going to spiff um, uh, someone who I don't actually think he's on any of the socials in terms of having a, his own brand and things like that. But he's a member of the Force of Tools um, Facebook group, and it's a guy called Steve Askew. Um, Steve posted a little while back that he was doing a canoe, um, and this is before Jimmy was doing it, so he's not doing it as a homage to jimmy i think i
2: think people had made canoes before jimmy i feel yeah. like
0: there's been canoes a couple of yeah. guys yeah at, of le- guys. at least like maybe
1: three or something yeah. uh, but, no i think but, that's
0: it it's it's steve it's just, just, jimmy and nick offerman 10 years ago yeah that's, that's
1: it okay yeah damn <laughs> anyway uh yeah no steve posted a little while ago that he was doing it and it's been really really nice um having him uh, post updates and when he can get to work on it because he doesn't have a a particularly big shed or anything like that so he can't because it's such a big build he can't do it um in his workshop he's got to take it out into the garden and work on it out there um and canoes and boats are one of my favorite all-time favorite ways of traveling so uh, it just seemed to fit and um and yeah no he's just been a really really nice uh, person to have in the uh, in the group so I thought I'd give him a shout
0: lovely very cool
1: yeah Uh, right I think that's us done Uh, you can find us in the usual places Um, if you want to support us then we are on Patreon you can go do all the things there there are some very fun things including (laughs) as soon as I get around to uploading it uh, there's going to be an MP3 for Patreons only of uh, Redsmith saying hot as balls (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just haven't (laughs) uploaded it yet (laughs) uh There was something else I was going to say. Oh yeah, Uh, so we're recording this Wednesday evening, um, so hopefully I'm going to get it out tonight, Uh, so you should be listening to this, depending on where you are, either today or tomorrow. Um, But on Sunday, we're going to be doing a special live episode. Um, It's going to be going out on the uh, Fools of Tools YouTube channel, um, and then it will be released as per normal uh, on all of your podcasty applications uh, on Wednesday um, but yeah so if you want to get involved uh, we'll post details everywhere we can um, this weekend about what's the actual plan is uh, I think that's it so unless you guys have got anything else
0: Al what do we say about traveling straight in that perfect absolutely
1: perfect
2: Davy Crockett
1: ah uh.